Blog Talk Radio. It's time to open up your eyes. Open your eyes to make you wealthy and wise. You can watch your profits rise with the business enterprise. We give you what you need to know. What you need to watch your earnings grow. You can reach your record highs with the business enterprise. Listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise, where we want to see your business rise. It's September 20th, 2020, coming to you live from New York, New York. It's been a beautiful week in the town that never sleeps, while some of you are mourning the loss of RBG, and others are still waiting for their stimulus check, we have a wonderful show for you today with Dr. Cheryl Simmons, CEO of Youth for Global Health. Good evening, Dr. Cheryl. Good evening, Erica. Thanks for having me. Delighted. Dr. Cheryl Simmons, CEO of Youth for Global Health and Social Justice, an initiative for the United Nations. The United Nations has long been addressing the global crisis caused by insufficient water supply to satisfy basic human needs and growing demands on the world's water resources to meet human, commercial, and agricultural needs. Sustainable Development Goal 6, is one of 17 Sustainable Development Goals established by the United Nations General Assembly in 2015. It calls for clean water and sanitation for all people. The official wording is, ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. Youth for Global Health and Social Justice will provide a platform for young water advocates to discuss the water crisis from a global perspective. Welcome to the show, Dr. Cheryl Simmons. Thank you so much, Erica. Excited to be here. So can you take us back into time to what you wanted to be as a little girl? Well, gas up the time machine, Erica, because that's a long ways back. <laughs> uh, and uh, as, uh, as, as a young girl, I think making splints out of popsicle sticks and rubber bands, uh, I knew way back, way back then that what I wanted to be more than anything was a nurse. Um, that didn't change in high school through my health careers class, uh, didn't change in college and didn't change as I uh, served for six years as a flight nurse in in the Air Force. Wow. So taking care of people is kind of natural in your makeup. What made you start Youth for Global Health? Uh, Working, when I was working at uh, the U.S. Surgeon General's office, uh, I had an opportunity to work with a group of U.N. nurses, and in particular, uh, the nurses that were working in African countries. And I I, I learned so much uh, about the lack of clean water and sanitation um, in some communities. Open defecation was still being practiced. 
drinking water sources um, were contaminated with waterborne diseases. Uh, and, and, and the more I learned uh, about these atrocities, uh, the more I wanted to do and to learn. Uh, I saw an opportunity to develop a partnership with the Youth Leadership Division of the United Nations uh, with a specific focus on sustainable development goal number six, um, which you you know already stated is clean water and sanitation as a human right for all. Uh, so that that that's where I kind of got my start on the world's platform, uh, working with water. How did your experiences prepare you for this venture? Uh, well, I hold I hold a master's degree in nursing um, and in public health, and I hold a PhD in biomedical engineering. So I, I have a, a clear understanding of protecting the health of people, where they live, learn, work, and play, um, and how to track disease outbreaks, and in doing so, giving science-based solutions uh, to water problems. So, uh, you know, I, I came to Youth for Global Health, um, you know, with a background already studying public health crises solutions very, very important. How has the coronavirus pandemic affected uh, your business? Uh, the, the impact has, has been devastating, as it has been for, for so many organizations. Uh, specifically for us, the inability to travel uh, and studying water quality and the mechanics of water treatment facilities uh, in other countries because that's, that's primarily what we do. Uh, so we have water projects um, in South Africa, in Senegal, in Palestine, in Chile, and in the United States. So we schedule a, um, a global conference every year with our young people and we, you know, whichever the host country this year, the host country would have been Costa Rica. And, you know, with the pandemic, of course, all of the travel plans uh, were canceled. And that's, that's kind of a, a real excitement for the young people. We have high school and college students in our program uh, and and to be able to do that global travel uh, and study water from different perspectives in the different countries is 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 um, you know kind of the core of of what the program is about. So it, it's it's uh, not to be able to travel because of the pandemic. First and foremost, we want our young people to be safe. Uh, and to be safe was certainly to cancel our global trip, which would have taken place in July. Uh, and we are not, you know, even comfortable in thinking that July 2021 is going to happen either. So here true. we are with the rest true. of the world. Mm-hmm. As many. And and it, it's, it's a sad uh, thing that a lot of students don't get that hands-on experience with a lot of different things for education these days. Uh, what are some of the positive and negatives of when you started your 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 business? Mm, I think 
the most positive um, is seeing the leadership growth uh, in in our young people, and and that's that's what it's about. And you know, for example, we have one young man, um, uh, Nash Salami. Uh, this young man is only 19 years old, uh, and I would like to think that because of some of the leadership skills that. Uh, we made room for for him. Uh, you know, he's running for uh, school board in in the Birmingham school district, and he's only 19 years old, uh, but just a powerful voice. And you know, he's he's carried that voice, um, you know, with with water advocacy with us uh, around the world. Uh, I'd also uh, like to say in, in in Senegal, you know, where our young people saw poverty at unprecedented levels and you know it it sensitized them from a different perspective so many times our young people here you know they say well you know I, I don't have anything I don't have anything to eat well that really translates into I don't want to eat what's in the refrigerator um, but there really is food there uh, in Senegal our young people had an opportunity uh, you know to see poverty, uh, to see homelessness at a whole different level. And it was um it was it was heartfelt to see some of our young people uh they left behind uh their own shoes and their own clothing uh so that some of the homeless children would have uh, you know, uh, clothes to wear and, and certainly shoes to wear. Uh, for us, that was growth. Um, you know, for some of our high school students specifically, to be able to talk about water conservation and, you know, to to get them really thinking about, uh, you know, taking showers and, and cutting that, that time in half so you're not wasting water and you're turning water off when you're brushing your teeth, and you understand what it means when there's a, a water boil advisory. Uh, and, you know, sometimes they, they, they never thought about it, but, you know, when we gather and they start talking about these things, uh, we know it, it, it makes a difference, uh, and we're making a difference, and, you know, they're now more primed to make the impact on the world that we're hoping and praying that they will. Um, so that that's a, a positive side. Uh, I would say that um, maybe the the negative side um, is probably where's the money, <laughs> uh, you know, to you know for 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 nonprofits. You know, we're we're certainly all struggling, you know, for the dollars that we need to do. We get excited about the impact that we're making uh, on the lives of young people, but, you know, stretching every single penny to make sure that we can continue to do the same, um, not disappointing the young people that, you know, are really learning, growing, and excited about making a difference in the world. Uh, so that's that's the tough side of this. Um, so I, I guess I could call that the, the negative side. Gotcha. How, who are some of your mm-hmm. most memorable clients or maybe memorable moments? Mm, I, I would say the most memorable moments are probably 
um, you know, during the times where the reality of what's happening in the world uh, has taken place. Um, I think four years ago, we uh, our global conference was in Warsaw, Poland, and uh, we took the young people and we traveled on to, to Auschwitz. And, you know, standing, you know, on the floor of the well-preserved gas chambers where, you know, approximately 6 million Jews were victims of Nazi persecution um, mm-hmm. really gave our young people an opportunity uh, to see what happens when um, people are desensitized to what happens to other people and it becomes commonplace to do such a horrible thing. Um, And in Senegal, where we took the young people last year, uh, and we went to Gore Island uh, to the House of Slaves where they stood in the doorway, um, the doorway of no return, where, uh, of course, thousands of slaves were transported to the United States And it was interesting when the guide was saying, um, as an African, this is where our lives ended. Uh, And as African Americans, Mm -hmm. we knew this was where our life began. Um, Mm -hmm. A whole different perspective to see that up close and and personal. And then certainly in, uh, in South Africa when we were there and you know, we could see where apartheid was certainly dismantled, but in theory only, but perhaps not so much um, uh, in fact. So uh, I think those were probably some of the most memorable moments, um, you know, again, as I watched our young people, uh, you know, have this experience uh, and experiences that, you know, I hope so many more uh, of our young people can have. Hmm. What is the best advice uh, for those in need of your services? Um, for those young people, high school and college students that 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 ha- they 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 need to have an interest, a very serious interest in water uh, as a human right. Um, and there there are basically three components to the program. So if they uh, have if they're interested in going into medicine, into nursing, or they're already, uh, you know, studying those programs, then you know they want to look at the clinical side of uh, Youth for Global Health. And on the clinical side, we're gonna we study the cause, treatment, and prevention of waterborne disease. And then we have uh, the engineering side, and specifically those young people that want to go into civil engineering. And they're going to be looking at and studying the design um, and the mechanics of water treatment facilities. And then our third component uh, is our social justice side, and these are usually our students uh, that are interested in going into law or they're already in pre-law or are social work students. Uh, and they study the impact of social justices, uh, social injustices as it relates to clean water and sanitation. 
never thought about that. Uh, where would you like to see youth for global health in the future? Mm, well, I, I, I believe if you're going to dream, you, you need to dream big. So, so developing a, a water research hub in the United States, and I think we're looking specifically at Flint to do that, uh, with satellite offices in, in our partner countries. Um, you know, studying water quality, feeding that data into uh, our central hub here in the United States, and, and, and working together to build a healthier world by 2030, uh, which is the UN vision for the Sustainable Development Goals. Uh, so that, that, that's our dream. That's our prayer. The, the lofty um, dream for it. Uh, do you have any upcoming events, products, or services? Uh, we currently uh, have our bi-monthly uh, virtual panel discussions. Uh, so on the first Thursdays uh, of the month, we have our water, our voices, uh, where we uh, talk about what's happening uh, with water around the world. Uh, and I think next month we uh, have a conversation about uh, what happened with the water in, in Haiti. Uh, and on the third Thursdays of the month, we have sports, kids, and COVID. Uh, and that's a discussion that we have where young people are talking, especially those uh, young people that are involved in sports, and how COVID is impacting their lives. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very interesting when we have young people, uh, you know, who are talking about, um, you know, some people in the country are saying young people aren't getting COVID. And we have young people uh, who come on to this, uh, to this show and they talk about uh, their experience with COVID. Uh, and, and, and it makes other young people really think. So we, we, we love sports kids and COVID. Uh, and we have the schedule for that posted on our website uh, so that you know what's going on, who's going to be on the show uh, every month. And then we have a virtual fundraiser coming up uh, on December 5th. Perfect. What's next for mm -hmm. Dr. Cheryl Simmons, the woman? <laughs> uh, well, probably to develop an excellent succession plan for Y4GH. <laughs> uh, Y4GH <laughs> has, been a wonder, has been a wonderful experience for me, uh, but Y4GH takes a lot of energy. Uh, and, you know, I want to I move out of the way. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, Y4GH is in a good place uh, and that, uh, you know, there's, there's somebody with a little more energy than Dr. Simmons has left uh, to take over. And uh, I want to spend some time with my beautiful grandchildren. Uh, I have three boys, three girls. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about being able to spend a lot more time. I've, I've traveled so much around the world uh, most of their little lives. Uh, it'll be nice to just uh, uh, be able to spend some time with them well. And love is in the air. So uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that as well. Ah, congratulations. Did I also hear oh, that well, you have a book coming? I do. I do. The book is called Living Your Friend-Tastic Life. 
when God says yes to your friendships. Uh, and that book has, uh, it, it's, it's something that's just been in the making, a part of my soul for, for so many years. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad uh, in part because of the pandemic and your lockdown that uh, I've been able to finish that. Uh, so I'm excited. It's, uh, we're due to release that October 1st. Uh, and, and, and I'm excited about, you know, so many things that are going to be going on with that book. And, and who who would you suspect is the audience for that book? Kids, uh, uh, I, I would say that, you know, it, it, you know, I have a pretty general audience, but it is um, geared towards um, women's ministry groups. Uh, uh, but okay. I think people... Uh, I think all people will, will will find it to be very interesting. Uh, I covered, uh, certainly in the first chapter, uh, you know, just the facts about friendships uh, and, and you know, what, do, what does science say about friendships, um, you know, and, spe- you know, uh, specifically women friendships. Uh, you know, are they important? Uh, you know, how can I, how can I be a better friend? And what do I do about friends that you know about friendships that don't go well? Uh, so uh, it, it 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 covers I I, I hope all of uh, the parts of friendship that will help us to be um, better women, better friends, better people, uh, and and that's my prayer for uh, for the book. Perfect, perfect. Uh, your work is extremely commendable, and that sounds like an awesome book, especially at this time when a lot of people, and especially women, feel alone uh, during some of the lockdown. Thank you, Dr. Cheryl Simmons, so much for being on our show. We know that you and Youth for Global Health will be a great success. Thank you so much, Erica, for having me, and you stay safe and be blessed. Thanks for listening to our 2020 Business of Health series on Blog Talk Radio Enterprise. Remember to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. You're listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins.